Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. A big hello to all our listeners. And we're back with our first off-season episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. And Kunal, we have some really exciting news to share with our listeners, don't we? Yes, and some really interesting statistics. So I'm going to start. Guys, we've crossed 150,000 listens this season. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much (laughs) for your support and listens. Thank you so much, guys. And you know what? We've been featured every week on our partner website. So we've had motorsport.com, Sport360, Scroll, NDTV, talking about F1, First Post, Motor Octane, and Sportskeeda. Yes, we've got fantastic partners in Audio Boom and even iTunes for that matter. And, you know, they've given a brilliant push to our listens this season. We've got some fantastic feedback on the quality of our content. And, of course, some suggestions too. And also in our first for 2016, and, you know, it's never too late. I know the year's ending any time. We have got Nico Hulkenberg on this week's episode of the Inside Line Formula One podcast. And guess what? That's not enough. We actually also have Sergio Perez coming up next week. So remember to subscribe to us. Like I said, we are on iTunes and we are on Audioboom. So you can pretty much subscribe to us on any device that you've got. Kunal, it's just interesting that when one Nico is hogging all the headlines, we have the other Nico, Nico Hulkenberg on our podcast. And in fact, you know, our regular listeners will remember that Nico Hulkenberg is actually the third driver on our podcast. So the first one was, of course, Nico Rosberg. And then we flew down to meet David Coulthard during the Red Bull Racing run. And now, hello, we've got Nico Hulkenberg. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get to Nico Hulkenberg's bites, and trust me, they're extremely fun and interesting. Here's a quick wrap up of what to expect in this week's episode. So the off-season chatter has been about who is going to be replacing Nico Rosberg at Mercedes in 2017. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's going to be Fernando Alonso. Wow, I think I heard a million hearts just break. (laughs) Crash! (laughs) We also talk about Max Verstappen, of course, and the number of overtaking moves he has had this season. And some nonsensical data that Pirelli has given about all, you know, how 2016 has had more overtakings every season since 1983. (laughs) Stay tuned. Kunal, I'm going to start talking about the Mercedes ad for a replacement driver for Nico Rosberg. Their humor was just hilarious. (laughs) I mean, full marks to them for pulling it off and with such a punch of humor. I think we, as proponents of humor in Formula One, we really should be proud of them. (laughs) (laughs) We've said this before and we say it again. Mercedes is out to make the most of this positive PR about Rosberg leaving and finding a replacement. 
So in this ad that we are talking about, and I'm sure every single listener of ours has seen the ad in some form or the other, Mercedes listed steering, braking, and acceleration as the key skills for their driver and not overtaking. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is just the state of Formula 1 at the moment. And probably if you are in a Mercedes too, you barely need to overtake off late, you know, so not <laughs> too far away. I'm surprised they didn't put getting off to a decent start on that <laughs> list of requirements then looking at last season. <laughs> but it's not a surprise at all that fans want Fernando Alonso in the car. What's even more a surprise in this is Flavio Briatori has said no, that Fernando Alonso will see his contract with McLaren out till the end. And Honestly, the one person who I'd expect to say that, hey, I will get Alonso in the Mercedes is Flavio Briatori. So thank you for disappointing us, Flavio. <laughs> it's also really funny a Mercedes released that ad only in, you know, certain markets. So I'm guessing they obviously had one in Finland since a certain Finnish driver is in top contention. <laughs> and no, I don't mean Kimi Raikkonen, <laughs> unfortunately. I also wonder if Mercedes purposely did not release the ad in India, given the lack of Formula 1 talent. <laughs> I certainly hope it wasn't the lack of humor that they were <laughs> referring to. So Taki Inu, if I've got the pronunciation right, the worst ever Formula 1 driver he applied. Ouch. <laughs> the crash kid and actually really quick Kamui Kobayashi applied as well. And I totally appreciate their humor because they put up their applications on the internet. And <laughs> to be honest, I'm sure a lot of drivers have applied for Rosberg's seat. Kunal, I'm sure you secretly applied too, haven't you? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Don't pull a Nico Rosberg on us by retiring of this podcast. But yes, Valtteri Bottas absolutely fills the bill. So he's been consistent, he's been quick and he's non-political, which is very important. But Kunal, who cares? We want Fernando Alonso. (laughs) So in Bottas, they will have yet another driver who, like Rosberg, will have to keep proving his talent against Hamilton. And I really hope... Valtteri Bottas doesn't go the Heike Kova line and way. And, uh, you know, I am actually reading how Mercedes, uh, you know, need someone to help defend their World Constructors Championship. But at the same time, let's remember, they need a Hamilton beater to keep Lewis Hamilton in check. I like how you put that. Hamilton beater. <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget that Williams needs Bottas too. Kunal, if they have a Stroll and Verline pairing next season, I think they're going to be pretty uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my order of drivers that I think Mercedes should approach. Firstly, Fernando Alonso, of course. Secondly, Fernando Alonso. And Kunal, thirdly, Fernando Alonso. (laughs) I'm glad you of all people are not saying Kimi Raikkonen or Max Verstappen. (laughs) The strange thing in this whole driver find or driver hunt that Mercedes is on. Toto Wolf said that Mercedes need to be brave to find Rosberg's replacement. And Bottas, in my view, isn't really a brave choice. And if I could list my top three choices, it would be either Fernando Alonso or Sebastian Vettel. The the other driver, in my view, would be Nico Hulkenberg. And this is not to prompt the interview we have with him in a few minutes from now. Don't lie, Kunal. You're <laughs> totally plugging that interview. <laughs> and finally, I'd say Carlos Sainz Jr. He, he surely deserves something better than a Toro Rosso. 
Though speaking of brave, I think Pastor Maldonado is the bravest choice they could make. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'd be very happy if Fernando Alonso doesn't get into Mercedes because Alonso just said that if he does win his third world title, he will then think of retiring from Formula One. He will pull a Nico Rosberg. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, I don't think Alonso should be welcome in Mercedes. And, you know, we've just lost Massa, Button and now Rosberg. And I think we should probably wait a few years before yet another stalwart decides to go away. Yeah, I don't think I can handle any more uh, retirements. <laughs> <laughs> Though, honestly, McLaren should actually just accept Mercedes' offer for Alonso. You know, it'll obviously mean more money for them, given that they're not earning that much from the FOM at the moment anyway. Doesn't sound like a bad deal. In fact, with Mercedes' money for Alonso, they might just fill up their title sponsor tag. (laughs) (laughs) So, imagine this. It'll be Mercedes, McLaren, Honda. Wow. (laughs) Could could there be a better name for them? (laughs) It's also interesting how Paddy Lowe is being sought after in some sort of an exchange for Botas. So we've been hearing all these rumours flying. And it's disappointing that the dream team in Mercedes is already breaking up. Yes, yeah, so there's Nico Rosberg who's already gone. There's talks of Paddy Lowe going. And this reminds me of how the trio in Ferrari, which was Jean Todd, Ross Braun and Michael Schumacher, actually just disintegrated after all that success they had. I wonder why wouldn't they want to stick around and probably chase more success. But anyway, that's for another day. So, Nico Rosberg has bet that Pascal Verlein will take his seat in Mercedes. And imagine the change of fortunes. Because Verlein at this moment has no contract for 2017. Of course, there are a few cockpits that are vacant. But he could go from a no contract to a contract to the world champion team. I'm sure a certain... Ocon is really, really disappointed <laughs> hearing this. But yes, Gerhard Berger has bet on Nico Rosberg making a comeback later sometime. That'll be something to watch out for. Although I don't think the comeback would be with Mercedes. You know, given how he's left them, I don't know if they'll be that much welcoming to him. But either way, we'll, we'll take it as it comes. Luckily for us, the silly season has been so interesting that even the off-season has been interesting. <laughs> Yeah, usually it's just some really drab stories about which team is changing which sponsor, etc. And who is holidaying where. (laughs) (laughs) I think though that we should just clone Max Verstappen and have him in all the cars next season. (laughs) Guaranteed entertainment. Yeah, you know, this is much like what we've said before that. You should give every single car a Mercedes engine. (laughs) Speaking of Max Verstappen, so he's had the most overtakes in 2016. I'm not surprised, but hey. (laughs) So Pirelli has said that 2016 had most overtakes per season since 1983. And if I remember right, there were some 866 passes all season long. And imagine this, at this moment, the one memory I have of all those overtakes is Max Verstappen going bonkers in Brazil. (laughs) But anyway, damn you DRS for all these fake numbers that have been thrown at us. Anyway, Max Verstappen, he went and won not one, but two FIA awards. (laughs) (laughs) This reminds me of that one Pablo Montoya interview. One, one, one. one, one, What if you won something in Formula One? But okay, go on, come on. (laughs) And the others only won one. (laughs) 
I think you should repeat this point without all the laughter. So yes, I will repeat it. Max Verstappen has won two FIA awards, and most other drivers have only won one. I can't help it, Kunal. <laughs> And no, the uh, award that Max Verstappen won, it wasn't the, the best fan-rated driver of the season award. <laughs> <laughs> so he won the Action of the Year award, which I think is across all motorsport categories put together. I'm not sure if it includes MotoGP because MotoGP is always more fun. But either way, that's for another time. So Lewis Hamilton had the most overtakes in a race. It's not too hard to guess that he had 18 overtakes in China when he started at the back of the grid and finished on the podium. Strangely enough, and this is also why Sebastian Vettel should have been pursued harder by Mercedes, Vettel was the driver that was overtaken the least all season long. He was overtaken by Max Verstappen just once. Had to be Max, no? (laughs) (laughs) Fernando Alonso gained 41 places on the opening laps through the season. And that is the highest ever. (laughs) Gunnar, Wow. And for all of Max Verstappen's 78 overtakes, also the grid's highest, he had 60 in the Red Bull racing as opposed to Ricciardo's 61. And you know what I really liked is Daniel Ricciardo said post Abu Dhabi that he's the peasant's world champion because he finished third in the driver's championship. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately for the Verstappens though, so we hear that Jos Verstappen is apparently in trouble for beating up his father. Basically, Max Verstappen's grandfather. Ouch. And that is definitely not the kind of action we want to hear from the Verstappens. Like, or anyone for that matter, (laughs) ever. (laughs) Yes, Jos, you should behave yourself and let Max misbehave on track. (laughs) Or we will call your father, (laughs) who is anyway not pleased with you. (laughs) So the action that uh, Nico Rosberg now wants is that of an action hero. And it's so very strange and I don't understand what's with Formula 1 world champions and their acting bug. (laughs) So we know that Lewis Hamilton has been thinking of music and Hollywood and now there's Nico Rosberg. Though knowing that Nico Rosberg knows Spanish and Italian and German and even Arabic. Or so we think. think. (laughs) Or so he says. I think he can absolutely pursue this acting dream in many different markets. (laughs) Kunal, he's done Bollywood dialogues too. Yeah, yeah. So I think he has a future in India for sure. (laughs) Maybe being a linguist could be Nico Rosberg's superpower when he acts. Who knows? (laughs) Though I think he'd prefer to be called the Hamilton beater. (laughs) So amid all this shock retirement saga, Bernie Ecclestone has gone and said that Nico Rosberg retired early so that he could use up all his money. (laughs) I think that is the dream, Kunal, the dream that all of us are aspiring for. Oh, yes. I mean, who wouldn't want to retire right now and just be? We're constantly just chasing something. I think hats off to just pulling out of the rat race when you want to pull out. And, uh, you know, like one of our listeners, Akshob, quoted the famous the famous cricket legend Sir Donald Bradman, who said that retire when they ask why and not why not. Ah, that's a really well said quote. An interesting update. So thanks to all this saga, Mercedes has actually let Lewis Hamilton go scot-free for his disobedience in Abu Dhabi. 
Though honestly, I don't think they had an option. <laughs> But of course, we predicted this and we said that they would let him go scot-free. So Mercedes, we told you so. <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, it just makes sense. And in fact, if I am not mistaken, they actually apologized for interfering in the race result. So hats off to Mercedes. We've thanked them for making the driver's race and... we should thank them again for making sure that they are fair as well i'm now just waiting for niki lauda to come out and apologize uh, to lewis hamilton for picking ice cream with rosberg over vodka <laughs> shots with lewis through the better part of last season okay guys so we're finally at that part of the podcast where we bring to you nico halkenberg the 2015 le mans champion and hopefully if kunal has his way a mercedes driver for 2017 <laughs> which reminds me actually before we move on to the hulkenberg interview lemon and formula 1 will not clash in 2017 and i'm so glad that finally some common sense prevailed and whether nico hulkenberg gets into the mercedes next year or not i have a feeling that he will be at lemon trying to win back his title which he couldn't defend this season So Nico Hulkenberg's interview actually helps us kick off a special series of episodes in the off season. So we all know how important radio messages have been to Formula 1 and obviously for the drivers but most importantly for the fans. And so often they've been our only source of entertainment during boring races. <laughs> Kunal you agree. <laughs> so in this special series we turn around and ask our drivers their favorite radio message. one that they've exchanged and one that they've heard and my best question which is pretty much had all of them stumped is their best formula 1 joke <laughs> and this is absolutely in line with our mission and purpose to add much needed humor to another wise serious sport <laughs> formula 1 <laughs> <laughs> and on that note a really big thank you to the force india formula 1 team for these bites There's William Hings and William Ponisi in the communications team out there and they are absolutely awesome. Thank you so much guys. So here's over to the interview with Nico Hulkenberg which actually happened just on the weekend of the Brazilian Grand Prix. Nico, welcome to the Inside Line F1 podcast and we're so happy to have you here. So tell us what has been the funniest radio message that you've sent out in Formula 1. Funniest. Oh. Maybe let's see you later one from Japan. Probably is one of the not funny but cool or funny whatever how you want to lay it out. I don't know. Um but there's many over the years, you know, sometimes situations where you have a cheeky radio uh, uh call or message even like in practice sometimes, but you know, can't remember them all now in so many years. Speaking of see you later, I'm guessing that's what you're going to be saying to Force India soon as you move to Renault. <laughs> <laughs> But Nico, tell us what is the funniest radio message you've ever heard from another team or another driver? That's probably back in 2000, moment, 2002, Montoya at Williams, when in Austria, when it was you know about the deer on the track, and he goes, "Yeah, see, oh dear, that was pretty funny, I think." <laughs> no, and they said they said to him, "There's a deer on the track. It, it's a horse with horns." They said to, to explain it. <laughs> Speaking of one, Pablo Montoya. 
I think it would be awesome to have him back in the Mercedes replacing Nico Rosberg. <laughs> I think he will be the perfect Lewis Hamilton beater as well. Yeah, that is yeah. absolutely true. <laughs> in, in his days, he was, of course, a Michael Schumacher beater, if I remember right. And we could look forward to some more awesome radio messages. <laughs> <laughs> but finally, back to Nico Hulkenberg. Nico, tell us what has been the funniest Formula One joke you've ever heard. And you know, this is a question that has had most Formula One drivers stumped. <laughs> the funniest of one joke. Wow. Don't know, can you help me out? Just take one that you know. I don't know. There's nothing to joke about in sport. No, it's a serious sport, eh? <laughs> oh my God, Kunal, he actually referred to you. Kunal, please help him think of a Formula One joke. <laughs> I think listening to the Inside Line F1 podcast is probably the best joke that I could offer to Formula 1 fans. But yeah, I've spent a lot of time with Hulkenberg during his uh, Force India days. And he's a great bloke and a very friendly guy. And thank you very much for being on the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast, Nico. So guys, excitingly enough, we're going to have a bunch of other teams and drivers on the podcast soon. And if there's a particular driver you really wish for us to feature... Let us know. <laughs> Obviously, Kimi Raikkonen is already on that list. <laughs> In fact, we would love to hear from you guys. We have Lucien, Rajiv, Josefa, Hiten, and many more who keep talking to us, you know, via Twitter or even our Facebook page. And for next week, feel free to record a, a quick message. And it should be an audio message, of course. And you can tell us why you like us, who your favorite driver is. You know, if you're looking forward to 2017, and of course, you could also tell us who you'd like to hear next on our podcast and whatever else, we'll gladly play your message out. And absolutely do not forget to subscribe to our channel on iTunes or Audio Boom. And signing off this episode on a really exciting note, guys, we have Sergio Perez up in next week's episode. So definitely do tune in. Thank you very much, guys. See you around. <laughs>